1: everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of On to the Next One, as we discuss the fallout of UFC Vegas 32, which had a memorable main event for everybody that watched in a night seemingly full of controversy. Every time a fight went to the judges' scorecards, some of those we will discuss on this very show in a matter of moments. I am Mike Heck, and joining me as always, the co-host, the co-matchmaker, the prince of positivity, my best friend, and yours, Mr. Alexander K. Lee. Hello, AK.
2: Mike, my best friend, it's great to have you back. Our listeners and viewers and readers will be excited to have you back. I, I had to take over some of the hosting duties for some of our regular MMA fighting program, which I loved, which I loved doing, but people should know that hosting, that's a difficult job. That's, that, is, that is a more difficult job than people think. And uh, and it was it was hard walking in your shoes, uh, Mike, but I was, I was glad I had the opportunity to do it. And uh, glad to see that you're, I wish, I wish that people could see you right now, Mike, that you look, how you look <laughs> vibrant <laughs> after your trip down to Florida. Your trip down to, to Duval. Well, I'm sorry. Well, you didn't go. You weren't actually at Duval County. You were in, you were in Tampa. Tampa. You are in uh, glamorous Tampa, Florida. So, Mike, tell people about your, your trip. And, and if for some reason they don't know why you were there.
1: Yes. Um, and that, that, that's a good thing you brought this up. Because I'm, I'm going to throw some truth out there, my friends. Because me and AK we discussed this moments ago. We don't want to lie to America. We don't want to lie to the world. Sometimes. I got back from Tampa on Saturday afternoon. I covered the BKFC 19 events down there, which was just ridiculous. Uh, the card was had a little bit of everything. Covered the whole fight week. It was fun. And I worked until nearly 6 a.m. Saturday morning after the event. And I slept for like an hour and a half. Then I went to the airport. I flew to Boston. Landed in Boston around 2.45 p.m. And then I headed on to Cape Cod to meet my wife and son at my parents' house out there. And I sat in traffic for like three plus hours getting there. So I finally made it to the Cape at around 7 Eastern time, 6.45. And my son, who I hadn't seen in several days, he wanted to go to the beach. He wanted to play in the water and wrestle around. So I did that with him for 90 or so minutes. So by the time I got back to the house, I was 10 times more exhausted than I was before. But I said to myself, self you cannot miss this main event. You can't. You cannot miss it. You've been talking about it for weeks, for months even. So I get in my room, open the laptop. I turn on ESPN Plus, watch the final minute of the Haleon kyler Phillips fight, heard the winner being read, went on Twitter. Nobody was thrilled with the decision, which was kind of a theme of the night. And then I went on and watched two exhilarating rounds of this main event between Corey Sandhagen and T.J. Dillashaw, and the next thing I know, AK, it is 6 a.m. Sunday morning, and that's all I know. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how I fell asleep. It just, it just happened. So I watched maybe 15 minutes of the whole card. So I hope uh, the listeners and yourself, my best friend, you you can bear with me through the through this program today. I was I was
2: wondering why I got a
1: message from you around that time. <laughs> like six, I
2: was like, why is he? responding to my message now. Uh that explain Mike, that explains a lot and I think everyone's glad to hear you You've survived survived your harrowing journey. Uh and, and like I said, you wanted to catch the main event. You had already missed the people's main event with Adrian Yanez and, and Massachusetts own Randy Costa. So uh you know hopefully you get a chance to rewatch that, I'm sure uh, and, and a lot of the other action. It was just it was just a great card top to bottom. Like one of one of the best fight nights I've seen. Definitely the best fight night of the year. One of the best I've seen in recent memory. Uh it it lived up to all the hype. I think we we're all Pretty optimistic going in, considering the quality of the main event, and I think we said a lot of the matchups on paper looked great. There was some possibility for showcase fights, and everything pretty much panned out as the UFC would have wanted, outside of a, a couple of um, controversial decisions. And even those fights were pretty good. So you know, the result hopefully doesn't spoil what what people saw in the in the cage.
1: Well, I'd like to thank MMAfighting.com for uh, you know and Damon Martin specifically for filling out the filling the blanks in for me. Read those, got a a taste of how these fights went, and then checking with MMA decisions a little bit earlier. Now I got a, a real grasp on how this event went, and I'll get your thoughts on that as well. So let's start with this main event that I, that I missed 60% of, but I read everything on our site. Everyone on Twitter universally praised it. You just did so as well, as good as advertised. In the end, TJ Dillashaw has a successful return to the Octagon. He defeats Corey Sanhagen via split decision. All I know, AK, is... 17 of 23 people on MMA Decisions scored this fight for Corey Sandhagen. Most people I saw on Twitter, with the exception of maybe one or two, scored it for Corey Sandhagen. How did you score it, my best friend? And is TJ Dillashaw getting the opportunity to fight for a chance to recapture his White title next?
2: Well, first, it's, it was a great fight, you know, again, as I, I kind of just prefaced it with, like, you know, let's hopefully whatever controversy there may be, and it certainly was not the most controversial decision of the night, so I shouldn't be too worried about it, uh, you know, doesn't overshadow what an amazing fight it was, some people saying maybe the best fight in bantamweight history, uh, one of the best fights of the year, it was just a great technical battle, I mean, if you just want to see two, you know, <laughs> two guys at the top of what we consider now to be maybe the best division in all of MMA, it's exactly what you got. It was a great competitive fight. I had it, 48-47, Sanhagen. I wasn't, like, super confident about it. I think, like most people, we just, we all thought, oh, two and two, two rounds apiece going into the final round, uh, so whoever wins the fifth should win it. And uh, that, for most of us, I would think looked like it was Sanhagen, but, according to two of the judges, uh, it was not really, sorry, one of the judges, because I believe in the judges' cards, sorry, I should pull this up, I believe in the judges' cards, it did not come down to... Uh, that final round i think some of the judges let's let me take a look here guys you can see i'm 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 uh, hemming and hawing while i uh, while i dig up this link this is the kind of preparation we have here guys um, <laughs> it's right, it's right in the front there oh wait why can't find this it's it should be on the front page of mayfighting.com hold, la, on, hold la, on i la, got la. i got it i got it i got it i got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> so here is the breakdown of the scoring i'm sure people have, have we kind of talked a little bit, a little bit on the post fight show but Judge Derek Cleary, three rounds to Sandhagen. Okay, so Cleary was the one Sandhagen score. He gave him two, four, and five. So, like most of us, he won the fifth round. Judge Sal Diamato gave Dillashaw one, three, and five. And then, and this is what I'm talking about. Chichiro Camillo already had Dillashaw going up into the final round. He gave Dillashaw one three and four so uh the consensus being again among i think a lot of people that i saw on social media that it was coming down to the final round was not the case on at least one scorecard on one scorecard uh judge camillo they already had dillashaw up so really really you know look it, it was kind somewhat of a difficult fight to score I, I you know i'm sure we'll all get a chance to rewatch it dillashaw did win at the end of the day that is what will go down in the books Dillashaw's split decision winning for the first time since uh coming back from the usada suspension april 2019 I think he has to fight Rob Font, Mike. I think he has to fight Rob Font. Um, I believe Rob's mentioned this before that this is a fight that makes sense for him. Whenever I think he wanted it to be the TJ comeback fight, uh, and you know Corey Sanhagen got it instead, but it makes a lot of sense. I think TJ uh, is maybe one away. He said afterwards that he wants to stay busy. You know, I, I think he's more than ready to face potentially the winner of uh, uh, Piotr Jan and Aljamain Sterling too, which is. Expect it to go down October 30th. Nothing signed yet. Expect to go down October 30th in Abu Dhabi. And uh, if that happens, that makes sense too. But it looks like he wants to stay busy. Who knows uh, how much longer he'll have to wait for Aljamain and Piotr Jan. So I think the Font fight makes sense. Fair for him. Fair for Font. And again, another friggin' bantamweight. Just stunning matchup.
1: So you like Dillashaw versus Font? I think so. Yeah, I mean, listen. I think I think his next fight has to be for the title, and it could be a while from now because there are injuries in play that we, we saw. The knee didn't look too good. looked like there's some a little bit of a pop in there from everything that I read and some of the video highlights that I saw. His eye was a mess. I wish this was a little more concise of a win, like a little more clear. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of hard to deny him at this point. A lot of people still think he's the the greatest bantamweight of all time. So I think he will get his title shot when he is ready to come back. Although my hunch does tell me that Corey Sandhagen could still get to the title before he does, depending on how bad Dillashaw's injury is. And, you know, to sort of skip ahead here, I think Sandhagen versus Rob Font will happen next. That makes the most sense, which it kind of sucks for Font either way. because I mean, especially in this case, because if he wins, the only way he'd fight for the title is... Maybe this is a blessing at the end of the day. The only way he'd fight for the title is if Dillashaw is more hurt than he. We maybe any of us think right now, and he's out even longer. But I think that's the fight, man. I think you do Font versus Sandhagen. Uh, you know, maybe you can put that on the October thirtieth card in Abu Dhabi as a buffer for the targeted title fight between Sterling and Jan. But yeah, I think Sanhagen Font, and this is probably Font's, this is a good chance, this is probably Font's quickest path to the title. If he beats, goes in there and beats Corey and does it quickly, who knows, man? I think the UFC might just throw a lot of money at these gentlemen and just be like, dude, fight in December. We'll turn you around fast, do this title, and fight for the belt, and and go for it. So, Sanhagen Font for me, what do you think for Corey?
2: Uh, I like him facing the, the Munoz, Pedro Munoz, uh, Jose Aldo winner on uh, at August 7th, UFC 265. I think that's a good matchup. But now that now that you bring it up, it, it feels like Font has to fight one of these guys, right? It feels like yeah. neither of these guys are necessarily going to – who whichever one doesn't get – well, not Sanhagen now. I guess if TJ doesn't – like you said, if he doesn't get the title shot, which he could, he should fight Font. And if he – does then Sanhagen should fight font? So font has to be in the mix somewhere, which is a great place to be uh, among all these big names. So, um, yeah, I went with Sanhagen versus Munoz, all the winner, just because I picked font for Dillashaw. Mike, how would you feel about Dillashaw versus like Faber, Sanhagen versus Cruz? Font's kind of on standby for the, um, the, the all Joe
1: Piotr Jan matchup. I'm fine with that. You got to do. You got to do Dillashaw Faber, like, ASAP. Like, you got to do it.
2: Yeah, I know. Even even producer Casey's kind of abandoned it.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point, if they didn't make it, it's never going to happen. Mm. And I know the UFC tried to make that fight. They tried. And I think Dillashaw's nuts for not taking it. What are you doing? Like, listen, he gave us a fight of the year contender. Hats off to him. But the favor fight would have been huge. That would have been huge. Now it's lost some sizzle. We couldn't have had some Faber
2: Dillashaw confrontation at the apex. favor was there for three fights; he was cornering <laughs> like three fighters there. We couldn't have had them run into each other somehow. Gosh, maybe it was protocol; maybe they kept him away. But I would have just loved a little bit of heat there.
1: Imagine, like, just... imagine if Sandhagen got the split decision, and then favor just <gasps> Faber just walks out like from the curtain and just stands there and stares at TJ. Oh, and arms waves crossed to him. Oh, waves. waves to him because every like all the all the bad decisions went in the favor of Faber fighters. So, I mean, <laughs> why not, you know, maybe he just a like turned heel and a little wink. There you go. Uh, It's the only way that fight makes sense though.
2: I hope it's alive. But you're right. It does feel like the ship has sailed.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, the only the only time, and this is, listen, Uri Faber is a, a legend. We, we appreciate all he's given to the sport, but the only time we would even give Faber a chance against TJ, and it would be a slim one anyways, ...was after the long layoff. Like, is there ring rust, quote-unquote? Now, after seeing him go in there and have a fight like that with a guy like Corey Sandhagen, ...I just, yeah, I think there's no sizzle left on that stake. So, we'll see what happens there. Speaking of 135, co-main event, we have Holly Paiva, who now has three straight victories... Yes. Moves up to 135 on short notice. Gets a majority decision win over Kyler Phillips. Most people scored this one a draw. Speaking of Faber, guys, Helio Paiva would be one of them. Some had it a Phillips win. Not a lot of people giving the nod to Mr. Paiva here who got the trans, the coach-slash-translator, Uriah Faber, in his corner. But he gets it done. <laughs> that durability does wonders, AK. Uh, not having to cut that extra 10 pounds seemed to work for him as well. And he told our own Guillermo Cruz before this fight, He'd go for the Sunsell fight, of course. Javier Sunsell was supposed to fight Kyler Phillips before Paiva came in there. Would you go that direction? Is that the direction you go? Do you go Piva Sunsell or do you go somewhere else?
2: Yeah, that's the fight to make. He said he stepped in for course. That That's you know that's what was kind of unfortunate for. It was a great matchup, but this was the one unfortunate thing about it for Kyler Phillips was this was supposed to be a clear uh, potential rank up opportunity for him. Uh, Usanesaw has been in the top ten, or at least in the, uh, even in our top fifteen, forever. Uh, And win or lose, it was a logical matchup for Phillips. He had a lot to gain. If he loses, he doesn't really fall back in the rankings at all. Now, he has uh, uh, Haolin Paifa come up uh, from flyweight, probably making a permanent move to 135, and now takes his spot. Uh, Hands him his first UFC loss and takes his spot. So. It, that that was one unfortunate thing about it, but the Sao fight makes a lot of sense for, for Paiva. Now he gets a chance to rank up. Kyle Phillips can rebuild in a different way. Um, yeah, paiva has been calling for uh, saying he would call for the fight before uh, he fought uh, before he fought Phillips. He's he's kind of confirmed after. So yeah, that that just makes a lot of sense. I don't against that. And let me clear up the Uriah favorite translator thing. Yeah, we all kind of saw that. <laughs> We're like, this, does he speak Portuguese now? And it's like is he i i tweeted, is he, Walid Ismail? he just like like nodding his head and, and and then doing some promo his own rogue promo work for uh for Paev after and um no as it turns out uh uh tiago Okamura a uh, manager and translator for some other fighters said uh, uh, he said uh, there was a, there were three people standing there and one of them was the translator and was just kind of i guess whispering into Favor's ear while the while paiva was talking um about uh, what he was saying and i guess he did while he did a little bit, but yeah, there was just kind of a little broken telephone thing going. I, as far as I know, Favor does not uh, speak Portuguese. Maybe he speaks a little. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I was F- Favor was like, yeah, you know, I fought hard. I, I, you know, shout out to my team, and I'm going to go skateboarding and have some fish tacos down on the boardwalk, bro. And I was like, okay, there you go. There's there's the Wally they going to. All right, all right. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm fine with that, but I hate to knock out two people. In one shot. But I'm going to go ahead and do that here, AK. I'm going to go Paiva versus Adrian Yanez. That fight oh. makes a lot of sense to me. I think both guys are fringe top 20 fighters right now. I don't know if this win will get Paiva into the top 15 at Bantamweight. Especially since he only has one fight there. And it wasn't like a convincing win. Um, I like that one. After Yanez's big finish over Randy Cossack. It's an appropriate step up. Um we're not rushing Giannis too much. We're not rushing Paiva too much. I think both guys are pretty much in the same spot right now. So I like that idea. That's remarkable. yeah. It's,
2: uh, this whole card is a bit of a showcase. It's, it's very easy to match guys up. I, I said Julio Arce could be another option for Paiva. Yeah. So there, there's a lot of ways, and he looked he looked buried under all this. is Arce looked freaking amazing on the prelims uh, against a really tough guy and Andre Yule. So uh, there's so many ways you can go with Paiva. It was huge for him. Uh, I didn't mean to gloss over the as you said kind of the controversy. This should have been a draw. Yeah. We should be matchmaking we should be matchmaking for Paiva and Phillips right now, or neither. However, <laughs> it's depending on what our rule is. Maybe matchmaking for neither and doing like two wild cards or something. But this was a draw. That first round's a ten eight. Those judges should be should be sat down and have to watch that first round again and explain that amount of damage, the how close that fight was to being finished in the last thirty seconds. That's a ten eight round. And it's a shame uh, that uh, that Kyler Phillips is walking home with a loss right now because this this is a draw. And credit to Paiva for being tough as hell. I think he won the last two rounds. So I don't think there's a case for a Phillips win either, to be honest with you. I, I think some people thought maybe the second could have gone either way. I think pretty, for me, Paiva took second and third, but this, this should have been a draw. So, you know, Paiva's going to do great. Phillips going to bounce back, but we'll be, I think we'll have to always remember how this one, how this particular win um, kind of manifested itself.
1: Yeah, um, I don't think Sal Diamato needs to go to that meeting because he's the only one who scored it a draw, 28-28. He did it right. Um, And, yeah, I mean, I didn't have a problem with his main event scorecard either from everything I've seen. Uh, Junichiro Camillo, however, gave round four to TJ Dillashaw, Mm. and nobody gave round four to TJ Dillashaw. No. Nobody. Questionable. Except... uh,
0: don't miss the action live at Noon EST on HBO here in the U.S. And visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Dumbay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: How about Darren Elkins, AK? I mean, think th- think about this. Well, we started this program and we started on to the next one and made this a thing. Darren Elkins is on a four-fight losing streak. This was not that long ago. And now he has two straight wins, and he goes out and stops Derek Minner. How many people saw that coming? Big win for the damage. This guy is just, he's a cat, man. He's got nine lives. He ain't stopping. And last week, you mentioned this individual's name to step inside the octagon to fight one Billy Quarantillo. I'd be totally down with that. But I'm going Sungwoo Choi versus Darren Mm. Elkins next. That is just a crazy fun fight. And I want to see what what Mr. Choi does against an absolute savage like Darren Elkins who just never goes away. What do you think? Why are you doing this to poor Sungwoo?
2: Sungwoo, I don't know if he's ready for this yet. Because, so Mike, one thing we said on the the post-by show, I hate to repeat our gags, but uh, not everyone listens to all the shows. The, the, Darren Elkins, the the booking of his fights getting a little repetitive, Mike. You know, I, look, uh, this isn't this is he he follows very much the Hulk Hogan, John Cena mold of, uh, of of booking a match where he gets his ass beaten for like ten minutes or twelve minutes, and then comes Hulk's up and then comes back and wins the match. And look, that was great when we were kids, Mike. But at some point you got to mix up the formula. However, I mean it's working for him. It's <laughs> this was you could not script a Darren Elkins fight more clearly than the, his fight with Minner gets in, in trouble early is just scraping by to survive is getting taking a lot of damage on the ground and of course comes back and just reverses it he's a cardio machine and just and just out will and wills his way to a win over Derek Minner it's getting a little ridiculous um I I, I don't want to throw poor Sung Woo in there with him uh I don't even know how you like make the odds for a fight like that because Sung Woo would probably be favored and yet, when the fight starts, we'd just be worrying about Sungwoo getting Elkins the whole time. Uh, so again, don't bet on MMA. I, I, I went with uh, Alex Caceres. I just it's one of those fights. I I can't believe it hasn't happened. Maybe if Caceres had been at 145, his like whole career in uh, the UFC would have definitely happened. But you know he, but you have two guys with just a ridiculous amount of UFC fights. Caceres split between 135, 145. Uh, I know Caceres' name has been coming up a lot in our show. Uh, I you haven't broken it out too much. This is my first time, I think, breaking out in a while. And that's what I want to see. Just a, a great, great veterans fight um, between two really skilled. It would be such a classy fight. Uh, as classy as a, as a fight with the damage can be anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> in what seems to be maybe the biggest judging controversy of 2021 oh thus far, Macy oh. Barber gets back on track, picks up a split decision win over Miranda Maverick. I gotta tell you, AK, like like I prefaced at the beginning of this program, I did not watch this fight, but uh-huh. from just looking through everywhere, from MMA decisions to Twitter, uh-huh. not just media, not just fans, but fighters, to Facebook, to Instagram, etc., AK, I have not seen one person, <laughs> not one, score this fight for Macy Barber. I don't even <laughs> think Macy Barber's cousins scored this fight for her. I, not <laughs> one person scored this I, for her.
2: Our results tweet, you know, our results tweet that says Macy Barber defeats uh, Random Maverick by split decision, has many replies. And I I didn't read them all, obviously, but I was just scrolling through. Yeah, couldn't find a single one. I did a poll. Uh, I should probably check on the results of that poll of who do you think won the fight. I think last time I checked, it was at least something like 80, 80 maybe 90 percent for <laughs> Random Maverick. So, uh, yeah, controversial. Uh, I think it's fair to say. So you said you looked at and made decisions, right? Yeah,
1: not one person.
2: Oh, I was gonna say, should we give our? Should, I was gonna uh, quiz our our listeners, but yeah, twenty-two media scores. That's a which is, I mean, not the media doesn't score every fight, so the, the media was very on top of scoring this one. Twenty-two media scores. Uh, yes, twenty-two for Random Maverick. That's
1: pretty bad. That's pretty bad. So I assume a retro rob, uh, not a retro robbery, but a robbery review is coming.
2: It is, it is coming by the by the time folks are sitting down for their work lunch break on Monday, this this uh, robbery review will be published.
1: All right, fair enough. Um, I feel like AKI was the only person that didn't totally dislike this matchmaking. I love, I, I I dug in and I explained why. I don't know if I explained it on this show or if I explained it you on know, one of the post fighter, one of the uh, an- ancillary programs heading into a card, but. Listen, I understand like with Macy Barber, you you think she's going to be a star and you're like, I saw a lot of media members be like, oh, why why are you throwing her another kill like Miranda Maverick? Because if Macy Barber is this fighter that you continue to build as a future world champion and Dana White loves her and talks nice about her, she has to be able to beat the Miranda Mavericks of the world. If you can't beat the Miranda Mavericks, and Miranda's a great fighter. She is a great prospect. She's someone to buy stock in. But if Macy Barber can't beat Miranda Maverick at this point in her career, it's over. Like, it's all over. So, this was just fine matchmaking. This is probably the best piece of matchmaking you could have done. The most sensical matchmaking. The result is pretty awful because this is this is the worst thing that could have happened to Macy Barber. Like, a clear win or a clear, wa- even a clear loss is better than this, AK. Is it not? Like, where does she go uh, from I here? I don't know. Hey, we're talking about her.
2: You know, yeah. I think we're talking about it, right? That's always that's always a good sign, good controversy. You know, uh, that's kind of been part of her appeal since she came off of uh, the Contender Series. Her whole "I'm going to be the youngest champion." She set herself up for a lot of criticism, but also a lot of attention. And and as you said, that's right. Just blocked a sneeze. As you said, <laughs> uh, Dana White loves that, and so th- this is what comes with that kind of that kind of act. So, um, yeah, controversial win not great but also not against brand for her so next up i i because i think it was so close i not really moving her up in the rankings um she sir i already had her actually one spot ahead of maverick i think they were like in my personal rankings like 13 and 14 something like that so this is a very logical matchup for me i didn't hate it either um but i'll go a little bit lower now i think montana de la rosa i think it'll be a fine fight for barber a winnable fight uh, a, a good name, some, someone who's had her own success. Um, I wanted De La Rosa, I think I wanted her to welcome Tatiana Suarez to Flyway, but it sounds like, but I believe Suarez now will fight Roxanne Motifari, uh yes. UFC 266, September 25th. So, um, I think De La Rosa's free. I don't know if you're going to go with the obvious call-out, Mike. You know, this is the sort of the name that was attached to, to her right away after the fight.
1: Yeah, I know she called out Jessica I I am not... I mean, listen... I mean... <laughs> I'm still torn up about this decision. I mean, it's just it's just so bad for her. Like I know it's on brand, but this is like the worst thing that could have happened to her. Uh, but again, silver lining guy, two paychecks, good for her. She calls for Jessica. I. I doubt she gets that fight right now. I don't think that's a good matchup for her. I think Jessica is an animal. and she I thought even, you know, losing the last fight, I thought Jessica Ai looked pretty damn good in her last fight. I don't like that matchup for Macy Barber. I will go with Andrea Lee versus Macy Barber. And I'm going and I'm picking that for the exact same reason you did. Because you wanted Tatiana Suarez versus Montana De La Rosa. I wanted Tatiana Suarez versus Andrea Lee. Suarez gets Botafari. And now your prize, your, your secondary prize, a fight with Macy Barber. I think that works just fine, AK. As we go to... I already made my pick for Adrian Yanez, who... From all accounts, tremendous fight. Randy Costa, look, had a tremendous first round. Yes. Looked like he was cruising, using that length, jabbing away. Adrian Yanez is just such a dog, man. He's such a dog. That's why he's one of the more exciting prospects in one of the more exciting divisions in the sport. Where does he go?
2: That dude's the bantamweight Terminator right now. That dude is like, he... And I don't mean the zombie. Like, you know, there's there's Terminators and there's zombie guys who, we, when we say it, we mean like, oh, the guys who come forward and like take a lot of damage and just walk through it. He's a Terminator in the sense that he's like a machine. Uh, watch his last two fights. Like, anyone just go back, watch his last two fights. He's so frighteningly calm. Even against uh, – uh, when Costa, Costa was taking the fight to him in round one, like he was just catching it with so many clean shots. You could see Yanez kind of making little adjustments as the round round one went on. And just becoming more more comfortable, and then by the middle of the, uh, and then in the second round he was just he he had turned it around completely, and, and I and I'm going to use this term a lot to talk with, about Yanez, so people get used to it. He downloads people. He downloads his opponents, and he did that with a very very difficult and aggressive uh, uh, Costa who's giving him no room to breathe. So I'm so impressed by Yanez. A lot of great matches for him. I settled on Jack Shore versus the uh, Said Namiragomedov winner on September 4th. There's so many directions he could go. I thought out oh, uh, whenever Enrique Barzola comes back, I think it's a good matchup for him. Nathaniel Wood and Jonathan Martinez also fighting on September 4th, but I think I have the Shore uh, Meta matchup ranked a little bit higher, and I'd want to see him uh, want to see him get that fight, no matter who wins. So, but there's so many ways he can go, Mike. Bantamweights, man.
1: <laughs> They're 135. Bantamweights, is the best. what a
2: card! We told like we tell people. We tell people. Have we not been telling people? And then you had this card with four, on paper, four really good bantamweight Wave fights, and they all delivered. They were all just like, they were so sick. Any of these guys, <laughs> I'm sorry, I've, I know I'm becoming an unprofessional fanboy, but like any of these guys, I'm, I'm not even just talking about the winners, any of these eight guys, you could say a year from now, you could see them being in the top 10 or at least being uh, like on prominent parts on main cards because they're so fun to watch. It's just such a great division right now. And uh, Adrian Yanez, on a lot of other nights, would have been the story of the card on this. There was just so much other stuff happening, positive and negative. It's just great stuff, man. It's just a great main card. It's a great card up and down.
1: You know what else? You know what's crazy too? We had one... Well, Kyler Phillips did. So technically, one, two... We technically lost two other one hundred and thirty-five pound fights, including Trevin Jones versus Tony Kelly, which would have been oh, ridiculous.
2: Another sick fight. <laughs> another sick
1: fight. <laughs> but now Jones is fighting Aaron Phillips, I believe. On the next card. I don't know. There's just so much going and, on with this division.
2: And I know the division, like obviously they're not the same thing, but we technically Aspen Ladd Macy Chiasin was also gonna be a one thirty five fight. Right. That was so that was so intriguing. And again, I again I'm not lumping the divisions together. They're different, very different as far as a level of depth. But if we're just talking strictly 135 pounders, man, it was it, it was already a great night, and like you say, we missed a couple of others. But this division is not slowing down. We got plenty of other great matchups coming up, I'm sure, and that will come out of this card. So
1: really yes, uh, now we head to the wild card round. AK. we're going to select mm-hmm. one fighter we have not match made for yet, and we will do so right now. So, what is your wild card pick coming out of UFC Vegas 32?
2: I didn't overthink it. I went with Sajar Umechs. I think it's. I was amazed she made championship weight on Friday. She's had to. Diff- she left flyweight uh, like three years ago because she couldn't make the weight. She's a pretty. She's a pretty a strong, big, strong lady, and she looked amazing. Uh, first of all, I uh, saw on Friday on the scale, she looked her, tra- her body looked transformed. She looked incredible, and then on fight night she delivered against, of course, an undersized, short notice opponent. But that's fine. That's what she was supposed to do. She went in, took care of business, didn't get hurt. That's th- she didn't play around. And you really got to see the best version of Sajara Eubanks. So I already have her now in my top fifteen uh, of the rankings. I, I, I keep reminding people she beat Lauren Murphy way, way, way back in the day. Um, so that's big. Obviously, I wouldn't rank her above her now, but that that has some currency with me as far as ranking um, as far as ranking Sajara. So she's in my top fifteen outside of the top ten. Uh, Viviane Arujo, I think, would be a good fight for her. Uh, Viviane Arujo is in my top ten. Uh, so I think Eubanks gets a chance to earn that spot. Uh, we got. A, I'll, I'll just say now we got a lot of matchmaking suggestions for Eubanks, and they were all over the place. Some people clearly say are saying, you know what, let's just get her on that title uh, path track now. She, what, what's you know why wait? She's she's uh, she's been around for a while. She's a veteran. Let's just get her on there. Other others are say are looks like they want to use her as a test for some up and comers. But we'll get to that later. So for me, I'm, a, I'm on the title fight side. I think she's one or two fights away from competing. Um, she looks really, really good. Uh, we do need to see her against, of course, a proper flyweight opponent uh, and one that's you know has a full camp.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I didn't overthink it either. Sometimes in this wildcard round, the fighter does it for us, and that's what Mickey Gall did last night. Gets a quick oh. submission win over Jordan Williams. Looks sensational in doing so. Calls for the Carlos Condit rebooking. The story is there. There's story lines there with uh, the Matt Brown fight, and of course, Matt Brown was in the corner of Mickey Gall last night. So I am more than okay with with making that fight happen and and rebooking that one. So that's that's what I'm going with.
2: Yeah, uh, look, Mickey Gall always always good with the callouts. He didn't do anything over the top this time, but he let it be known. He's like, "Yep, conned it. I still want it. Let's do it." So uh, I still see a lot of potential in Mickey Gall. Is that crazy? I get it. I he know. He looks
1: amazing. Yeah, like i wouldn't I, watch the highlight i mean there wasn't much to watch because he finished it so quickly incredible. but he looked really good his vera naked choke
2: is just terrifying and, but i get it the, the the book on him is low people who are ranked lower than him he destroys when he's matched up with some more veteran uh, or not even more veteran but just a higher ranked person he loses that that's the story so far he's i'm going check now he's 29 he's in the prime of his career uh he's still very young i think uh, and especially mileage wise that was only his 10th fight people don't give up on mickey gall yet uh, again like i said yes he hasn't beaten he hasn't won any of these step-up fights yet but i think you're right the condit one would be a good would be a great start if he can get that fight and get that win uh, and we're really and then i think we eventually again are, are maybe someday talking about mickey gall as as a top 15 guy he's far away right now he's far away but but two or three win whenever condit a couple more wins after that there's some there's something there with mickey gall
1: yeah, and Jordan Williams is tough, man. He went 15 minutes with freaking Nasraddin Imovov in his UFC yeah. debut, and Nasraddin Imovov finished Ian Irish last night. So wild, man. That was that was a great performance. Uh, do we have any check the tapes or mic checks or anything like that?
2: Uh, no, we kind of have a check the tapes, but this is really everyone, There's listeners, fans, you, me, the media, uh, the we're breathing the same sigh of relief that I think we we breathe the last time. Aljermaine Sterling and Piotr Jan were matched up. Again, that's something everyone wanted before. we I don't think everyone was quite as unanimous wanting it the second time. Uh, I think they want to see Jan get a chance. But then with all the stuff that happened with T- uh, TJ coming back and, you know, the bantamweight division moving so quickly, I did see, you know, I did, we have seen people mentioning, like, could someone get in there instead and, and face Sterling before Jan? But most of us at least on this show, Mike, uh, we're want to see that rematch made. So fingers crossed. I know uh, contracts apparently have not been signed, but the plan is October 30th UFC 267 on what sounds like it will be a free or not free as the ESPN plus pay-per-view show, uh, slash ESPN. And it will not, it will not be a, uh, it won't be like priced regularly. It'll be a, it'll be free, quote unquote free. If you have ESPN plus, I think that's the plan right now. So, uh, yeah, a little confusing what's going on there, but yes, Abu Dhabi 267. We all that that check the tapes for all of us. Tip of the cap, everyone for for, uh, for pushing for that one. I guess.
1: All right, let's go to the peeps. I'm gonna it's fly so through these. I, so, I, this might be the most, and I just looked get
0: like an insane amount of. and visit bellator.com/watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
2: Holy crap! A lot of people had suggestions, so I don't think I'm gonna—I might not read all of them, Mike. I'll be honest with you; I might have to skip over some of these. Uh, I know we do—we do have time. We do have time to play around with it, that I'm wasting right now. Uh, should I give them the disclaimer? Yes. Okay. Guys, we're mostly going to read out winners unless they're in the main event or in the title fight. Uh, we like to highlight unique matchups that, that only one of you guys, but again, there's a lot of overlap. Uh, the fighter could already be booked, people. Please, when you're when you're looking these fights up, hit topology up real quick. Just see if there's a, even a rumored fight coming up. You may have just made a mistake, wrong weight class. Maybe the two fought already. I saw that a bunch of times this week. Uh, there might be an injured. Someone's injured, you know, and so we're just, it's not worth mentioning. And then uh, most of the, the golden rule. Your pick might just be doo-doo, and we're not going to read it.
1: <laughs> All right. Ronan Murphy. We're starting right there. Yanez, good TKO win. Appropriate step up. Winner in Nathaniel Wood versus Jonathan Martinez. They fight September 4th. Uh, mm-hmm. No issue Love with it. that. Miranda Maverick got robbed. Close fight. Thought it was obviously Maverick 29-28. Why not give her JoJo? Or give JoJo to either, because they could book Maverick like she won, like they did with Cheeto after the Sang Yudong quote-unquote loss. Right. Uh, Elkins versus Tucker, neat fight. Tucker's somewhat of a name, even with the loss to Ige. Uh, he wants to see Paiva stay at 125 and fight Askar Askaroff. Uh Dillashaw for the title. Sanhagen is with you, winner of Munoz versus Aldo, because neat fight. I agree. Uh, Brandon Nunez. Allen versus Tavares. Giannis versus Montel Jackson. Barber versus I. Paiva versus O'Malley. What do you think of that idea?
2: I guess because he beat Kyler Phillips, uh, training partner the of Sean and yeah. friend of Sean O'Malley. Yeah, there's 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 some logic there. I don't know if, how interested O'Malley is in that.
1: Kyler versus Cheeto, uh, Sandhagen, another Munoz versus Munoz versus Aldo, Dillashaw versus whoever has the belt or Rob Font. Okay. Uh, Poppy underscore Bryant. I was away at the cottage, so I only watched a couple fights. Giannis versus <laughs> Davy Grant. Sign me up. That was a a popular one. That's a good one. I saw that a lot. Barber versus Montana De La Rosa. Uh, Not ready for a jump up, and he wants a robbery review. Don't you worry, Poppy Bryant. Robbery review forthcoming. It will be done. Uh, TJ TJ versus Rob Font. And another Sandhagen versus Aldo if he beats Munoz or the loser of Jan versus Sterling. A lot of crazy judging tonight, says ConWizzle91. Our friend Sean, <laughs> due to the timeline time of the bantamweight championship, likes to TJ versus Font at the end of the year. Although Dana will probably just give TJ the title shot. Paiva versus Stamen, Elkins versus Cub Swanson, uh, another Barber versus Ayana's versus Casey Kenny. Uh, Kenny has a fight coming up. He does. So maybe he after is fighting. Who's he fighting? He's fighting. It's a good one too. Song Yidong. Yes, he is fighting Song Yidong yeah. next Saturday. As a matter of fact. So yeah, time wise timeline-wise, that could two, work. Two,
2: Next next Saturday. Next I think Saturday. August, not this coming Saturday.
1: Next Saturday, August seventh.
2: Oh wait, is that August? Wait, what year is this right now?
1: Is this two thousand twenty one?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, wait. Hold, not I'll this Saturday.
1: Going. Next Saturday.
2: Next. Oh, next Saturday, uh, August seventh.
1: Yes, August seventh. Next
2: Saturday, not the coming. Okay, okay, my mistake. Yes, yeah, yes, you said next Saturday. Okay, yes. yes. Correct. You're correct. <laughs> next Saturday.
1: He agreed. Sean also agrees. Brandon Allen versus Brad Tavares. Uh, Kyle Adam Smith. We have a newcomer. A K welcome welcome all the newcomers crazy split for the main i had a three to two for sandman winning but never know what the judges tj versus font is what he would go with maybe tj versus the winner of aldo munoz uh, i think the eye call it was good for Barber. gritty match for barbara and maverick was glad to see Barber getting one back in the win column i don't think kyle said kyle certainly didn't come out and say Barber won uh nick egley another first timer uh long time listener. Uh, I think you have TJ versus Font, depending on his medical suspension. Sanhagen versus Cruz. I know it sucks for him, but we, but we all want to see it. So that's just like a pick for us all. Elkins versus Pineda. Uh I won't match rake for Barber because she lost. And anybody with the brains wow. eyes. Uh, <laughs> and she, wow. And then he goes Piva Simone Yanez versus Montel Jackson. Montel versus Yanes versus Montel Jackson. I didn't did
2: get... I got so many Yanez matchups. I did not... I, I You've already read out Montel Jackson twice. I yeah. actually did not get a Montel Jackson one. But I like that. I'm, I did not see that until you
1: mentioned it. Owen Carroll. Belbita versus Inoue. Eubanks versus I. Arce Woodson. That's not bad. No, Woodson's a 45-er. Can't do that.
2: I'd love to see him make 135.
1: Yeah, Woodson. I would. No, I, would, no I, would, I would, Woodson love would have to, to see, cut would, off one of his legs I would to love to
2: see a 135-pound John Woodson. Please. <laughs>
1: That would be ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> Mickey Gall versus Court McGee. Imovov versus Andre Munez. Allen versus Shabazian. I like that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yannis uh, versus Phillips. Maverick versus Shif- uh, Antonia and I was going to say Shevchenko, but pronouns, yeah. pal. Antonia By the way, you didn't,
2: you didn't see uh, the Daniel Cormier moment where he saved Brendan Allen's post-fight interview. Because... I think Brendan Allen was trying to be kind of cool and cryptic. He he did, you know, he did that thing that a lot of fighters do when they introduce, like, uh, the, when it's like, "Who are you calling out?" He's like, "You know, you know, DC. There's a guy out there who's something, something, something." And he just kind of stopped and like didn't actually say who it was. And then and then and then Cormier was like, "Say the name, say the name." And then I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah sorry." And it was like he was like, "Oh yeah, I, I wanted the Sean Strickland rematch or uh, or Shabazzian." So it's like. Look, I, and I don't blame Brendan Allen. He just wants to fight. The adrenaline's still pumping. You don't, you know, you don't remember all your promos. But thank goodness Cormier was there <laughs> to <his> uh, <laughs> to say say his, say his name. I, I, I don't. Think Cormier knew who he was talking about either, so it's probably just for his own curiosity. <laughs> cause yeah. I knew he wanted the Strickland rematch, but uh, the Shabazzian call I think was new. So I was like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> I know he wants to fight now. Uh,
1: Owen Carroll likes Barber versus Lee, and then did the old carrot up and said bullshit decision. Uh, Minner versus Chase Hooper. Uh, another Elkins versus Swanson, Paiva versus Timor Valiev, which yeah, is fine with uh, John Ray, mia culpa on not knowing Ray Rodriguez is no longer part of the UFC. I hope I do no, better this fine. time around. John, you're, oh, all, it's right? Fine. It's fine. you're all right. My you're dude. not the
2: only, he's not the only one It comes. All the, a lot of the suggestions sometimes just don't know. Second Skype, someone's gone. Uh,
1: Belbita versus Bayes Apollo winner. Those two ladies will fight this week. Sure. Uh, this this Saturday. This Saturday. Uh, Sajar Eubanks this, uh, coming, versus.
2: Coming Saturday. This
1: coming Saturday, July the 31st. <laughs> Eubanks, Antonina Shevchenko, Arce versus Tony Gravely, Mickey Gall versus Dwight Grant, Imavov versus Jun Young Park, Allen versus Munez, Yannis, Davy Grant, Barbara Lee, uh, Paiva versus Jimmy Rivera, and bonus, Paiva. Aspen Lad versus Arini Aldana.
2: Paiva, Jimmy Rivera. Damn. that's a That's that's a really big win for Paiva that he's in. our like the people who are matching up with top 10 guys. I yeah. think Jimmy Rivera's in the top 10 still, or at least I believe 11, is. 11 12, at least I would say in our, in our rankings. Yeah. But yeah, wow. That's a big
1: win. Yeah. Evan Rodriguez, Elkins versus Charles Rosa. Fun fight would be awesome. Grappling showcase. Phillips versus Natividad. Yanez versus Garbrandt. Screw it. Why not? Knockout King Adrian Yanez versus a guy who will, oh who will throw down. I understand Cody's people going, going to fly away, but man, this is a, Settle down. <laughs> uh, Brandon Allen versus Chris Weidman. I think we're. I think we're no, way too soon to be throwing out Chris Weidman fight ideas.
2: People, I'm throwing up the X here. No Chris Weidman match, <laughs> yeah. please. Please come on. Not only Weidman, McGregor, and none of that. Guys, come on now.
1: So Jeff Neal and. Jeff Neal, Kevin Holland, and Chris Weidman, yeah. are on the ban list right now. We're not maybe even Chris maybe
2: Weidman. Maybe even uh, T.J. Dillshaw. We'll, we'll see. I assume he's, he might get an MRI or something this uh, this week, and who knows.
1: And last one for Evan Rodriguez: Mickey Gall versus Ian Gary, okay Weidman. That you think was a, that.
2: I saw people saying this before this uh, the, before Saturday. People were saying if, if Mickey Gall wins. Uh, he would be a good matchup for Ian Gary. So I don't know if there's some heat there or something, or if it just... I saw a lot of people suggesting this. So uh, maybe it's just a, le- a logical matchup. People have seen a lot of Mickey Gall to kind of know what to expect from him. Uh, I, I don't have a problem with it. I actually... I mean, I think... I know a lot of people are high on Ian Gary. I don't think that's a layup matchup for him at all. So uh, if if that's why fans are making that matchup, I think they are mistaken. Uh, I think Gall could definitely beat him. But, but I, I understand. Gall has somewhat of a name... And as we mentioned previously, has kind of yet to win "quote unquote" win the big one. So maybe they think uh, that's an opportunity for Gary instead.
1: Yeah. Alec Inilian Elkins versus Dewadu, Janis versus Umar Namagamadoff, Paiva versus Casey Kenny, win or lose. Mickey Gall versus Abubakar Namagamadoff, Macy Barber versus Jojo Calderwood, uh, Robbie Ryan, our friend Aussie Dad bloke. Uh, let's see something we haven't seen yet. Kyler Phillips versus Marlon Vera I'm okay with that Um, Robbie Ryan agrees with the Macy Barber call to Jessica I Grasso and Roxy rematches aren't the best right now Talia Santos is another option Uh, Miranda Maverick does not go backwards after that performance he would give Miranda Maverick the Andrea Lee fight not a bad idea Mickey Gall versus Jake Matthews or a veteran like Condit Brown would be suitable he's not going to fight Matt Brown that's for sure uh our man Francesco from Italy. Paiva versus Jack Shore, Elkins versus Caceres, uh Giannis versus Louis Smolka, Wildcards, Imanov versus Julian Marquez, Mickey Gall versus Sato.
2: Mike, what's up with Julian Marquez? Where where I again I got him too in my in my, my messages. Well is he just take chilling? He's not like injured or anything, right? He's just kind of chilling, waiting for the right matchup.
1: Yeah, I think he's um possibly targeting a november return i okay. can't say way, anything yet but there's uh, nothing
2: wrong with that if you're a fighter and you can afford to not compete and focus on tr- a lot of fighters say how much they loved you know times when they were like maybe forced to be on the shelf for like six to eight months and how much they improved rather than necessarily being on like a one fight every three or four month cycle so if that's what marquez is doing like he if, if he has the time and the money to just fight on his own schedule I highly encourage it and I and I think that's great. So I'm not calling out Julian Marquez or anything saying like oh why isn't this guy getting back in the-? No, Marquez, you're living your life. You've got this you've got this you have this buzz around you after all your fights. You're a popular Otno pick. You keep doing you, buddy. You keep doing you.
1: Matt Ravelli back in our lives. Um some great fights tonight. I know it's going to be super obvious, but I want Brendan Allen versus the winner of Sean Strickland versus Uriah Hall. Uh, I know I now think Adrian Yanez versus Cody Stammen is the right fight. It's right outside the top fifteen. Think that fight would be a lot of fun. Also, a fight Giannis couldn't start slow with. All right, Patrick Goss and M- Mickey Gaw versus Nico Price. First, I've seen of that one.
2: Uh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I like it. Um, man, I think, and that's, I think, Gaul could win that one.
1: Yeah, that's a good fight. I think he could. Okay, Sajar Eubanks versus Manon Fioro after Manon knocks out her opponent in September. Uh, I saw that. Darren Elkins versus Billy Q. Arce versus O'Malley. Himovar versus Tavares. Macy lost that fight. So Miranda Maverick gets the matchmaking, according to Patrick. And he's going with Andrew Lee as well. Sure. Uh, Our man, Luke. uh, No matchmaking. But uh, thank you. Thank you, Luke. I read your message. I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh, What is going on here? All right. Kyle Thomas coming through here. Uh, Mike, I'm going to say this, and I do not care what anyone says. Corey Sanhagen won that fight. Period. Yes, I'm upset. Now, I'm not going to say it was a robbery, but he did enough to get the nod, but whatever. What do I know? <laughs> and now the matchmaking. Um, we'll see if we... All right, Adrian Yanders versus Nate Manis. Darren Elkins versus Chaz Skelly. Uh, wild card. I can't, Na- li-
2: I can't believe they haven't fought before. I mean, I looked that one up too, and I was like, they've never fought before. Like, <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> uh, Nasruddin versus Jordan, the Beverly Hills ninja, right? Is his wild card pick. Mm. Uh, where's our buddy John George? <laughs> <laughs> Corey Sanhagen won that fight. That's how he wrote ru- that's how he typed this. They will see each other again down the road, and Corey will finish the job. AK, that's what he says. Until then, after the BS call, Corey will have to dismantle the winner of Aldo Munoz or a Rob Font fight, but defiantly can see him get, oh, definitely, get, see him getting back in there before the end of the year. And the belt will be his by this time next year. Uh, and then Brandon Allen versus Edmund and Best girl fight of the weekend is, I guess, the question. Um,. What was it was Padre Anzan versus Rachel Ostevich? I was gonna oh, say, oh, yeah,
2: okay. That's that's just teeing you up for a BKFC yeah. thing. Okay.
1: Yeah, that was definitely that fight. Uh Giannis versus Kyler Phillips he likes as well. Uh I believe that's it. Damn, you people.
2: You're oh, good. there's so many. Like I said, I don't there's know so if I can read all these. Um so yeah, all right, Mike, I'll just get going. Uh so first of all, we got a new emailer. We got Joe Young, mighty Joe Young coming in. Uh coming in from Me- Melbourne. Melbourne Australia. Uh Joe, if you're listening to this episode and any other Australian, I know we have a bunch of Australian fans because of the time zone um and when the show goes up. If you when they go when the UFC goes to to Melbourne, I'll I'll go to Melbourne. Uh I know John Annick says Melbourne, some people say Melbourne. Is that accurate or are we just being dumb and like kind of doing saying, you know, Melbourne and trying to do it with an accent. So Australian fans, please let me know. DM me and let me know. Do you prefer if we just anglicize it, you know, and just go like Melbourne or Mel- Melbourne? Or do you prefer, or is it actually supposed to be Melbourne? Or is it the way I'm saying specifically just really bad? But anyway, uh, Joe Young coming in from I'll just say Australia for now. Uh, and he likes, of course, uh, Sanhagen versus Cruz. I scored the fight for Sanhagen. I want to see him get a big name, which he'd be heavily favored to win. He'd be heavily favored. Mike, opening odds for uh, Sanhagen, Dominic Cruz, no higher than minus 250.
1: That's right. Probably open them up.
2: Okay. I, I don't think it'd be a he- I, guess that's, I guess that is heavily... I guess anything two to one or more is somewhat heavily favored, but I don't think we're talking three to one, four to one here. I don't know. Maybe it would move. I don't know. Um, Yanez versus Valiev. He says it's a crazy fight. Uh, Brendan Allen versus t- uh, Brad Tavares, which I really like. Uh, Macy Barber and Jessica I, That was a popular one, of course. And Imovob versus Drikas Duplessis. Uh, oh, I forgot to run down. So obviously the most popular picks, Dillashaw versus Sterling Yon winner or Dillashaw versus Font or Sanhagen versus Font. So we discussed those. We mentioned it, Mike. All, all your, your listener picks mentioned it. it. Feels like some one of those is going to happen in there somewhere. Uh, for Paiva, most popular one, Chido Vera. Elkins got a ton of matchups. Amir Khani, Damon Jackson, Guantillo, uh, Gavin Tucker. The most popular one I saw was Lando Venada. That would be... Such a bizarre and wild clash of styles. That that fight would go, unless I was going to say if somehow knocks him out in the first round, which seems impossible with Darren Elkins. Uh, that fight is, would just have, it'd be like a friggin' roller coaster. I don't know if I'm emotionally prepared for that, but that was the most popular Elkins matchup I saw. Um, Yanez versus Davey Grant. Again, he got a, a bunch of other names Barcelos, Jimmy Rivera, Smolka, Stamen, Ayman uh, Zahabi. So all across the board for Adrian Yanez. Um, for Brandon Allen, people like Muniz, uh, Andre Muniz. So, that is, uh, I like that too, and also Brad Tavares. and then Emovov. Uh, I mentioned Julian Marquez before. That was the number one matchup I saw for Emovov. Was uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis, and uh, and yeah, Mickey Gall, of all the welterweights out there, one who hasn't even been in the UFC, as you mentioned. We talked, we just discussed. Mike, people really want to see him fight Ian Gary. So uh, maybe people know something I don't. Uh, but that that is uh, that is what the ought know listeners want next for. Uh, Mickey Gall. Uh, back to the emails. Tom Roder coming in some good, a couple of good ones. Uh, Holland Paiva versus Eddie Wineland. So bring in a, get him, give him a veteran name there. Uh, Mickey Gall versus Francisco Trinaldo or Jared Gooden. Uh, Harry Dwoskin proudly proclaiming in my emails. He said, "I back. Trust me, I back." uh and he likes our versus Valiev. i that's yeah one i would have done too he's with me on elkins versus casaris and a sanhagen versus muñoz aldo winner so me and harry dwoskin we're, we're vibing big time robert miller uh he, he just said straight up dillashaw versus Jan. he just says he says sterling he thinks uh yawn beats sterling i think that's what he's saying whoops sorry let me read that again i uh <laughs> i may have botched that one uh I, sorry, I, yes, he doesn't think Sterling beats Jan, but I wrote this wrong, so yes, Sterling he's just assuming Jan will win the rematch, have him fight Dillashaw, that's the title fight he wants, Sanhagen, go get Font uh, Barber versus Montana De La Rosa, he says, by no means should Barber be treated like a winner after this fight finally get a much needed step back and De La Rosa might really get the hype train rolling again, maybe, or derail it permanently and Mike, I don't know if you said this one, Elkins versus Steven Peterson I did not say that one. That's yeah, fine. I for some reason I thought Peterson wasn't with the promotion, but he's coming off a win, so I don't know why I would think that. Uh Alkins days of possible contender are way gone. Best thing to do, put him in fun, winnable fights at this point. Uh, he didn't say Vanada because he feels like Elkins is above Vanada in the rankings, probably true. At featherweight and uh Steven Peterson would be fun, but also a good chance for the damage to win. So uh Robert Miller, I like I like where your head's at. And Denny Denny Caps. Danny Caps coming in. Uh, he likes Barber versus Eubanks, Gall versus uh, Danny Roberts, and Brendan Allen versus Jack Hermanson. I had not thought about that. Huh. I had not thought about Jack Hermanson. Where Jack Hermanson? Where are you at, buddy? We got to get you back in that. Uh, back in that. He cage. just right, I got.
1: He didn't did fight that long was that? ago. Oh, was that May? Fight him in Shabazian. Is that May? Yeah, it's two months. That, that's so long ago. him a break.
2: That's May. God, what does he? Do? What did he do yesterday? Is my? What has he done recently? um let's go to twitter guy, i got so many here uh sorry it's gonna be take a second i do have this organ- guys i do have this organized before you start giving me crap all right i just uh i, I like to have double up my notes here because we had a new contributor yeah named Bri- brian cashman what uh,
1: I, I a, I, the
2: former my, general manager of the new york yankees the, the, the former gm of the new york yankees i cannot confirm or deny uh Brian Cashman fifteen on Twitter, guys, give him a follow. Maybe it's him. Um he only has a few followers, so probably not. But Brian Cashman, this is you. Uh, you know, again, fine work you did in the uh in the early in the aughts with the with the Yankees. Um but uh, I want to read his message. Uh just complimenting me for sort of replacing you for a little bit. Uh welcome welcoming you back, Mike, of course, from, from Tampa. Thank you. He wants to Yan has got a slight bump, so David Grant or Nathaniel Woods says feed him an Englishman. <laughs> uh <laughs> He feels like the Alan Strickland rematch is will always be there. He says, "Let it boil longer. Give Alan Brad Tavares." And he also and he does not want to see Alan submit um, Edmund Shabazin. And then uh, his selection, he likes Mickey Gall and Condit, uh, but says would also like to add to Mickey's already crazy UFC career,
1: give him James Kraus. Oh, hmm. can never go wrong throwing James Kraus in this conversation. Can't. It's it's uh, where Mike? Where's he at? What's what's the, what's he playing again? Whenever he wants. He has Pretty no... Uh, when, when he feels like fighting, he will. And when he doesn't, he'll coach. That's like we said before. He has the luxury of, of taking fights whenever he wants. And that's that's a great place to... He be. was in Derek Minner's uh, corner last night, was he not? He was? He, yeah. yeah. Wh- wh- whose corner? Miners, right? Was he not? Yes. He should have been. He might have been.
2: Because I, I, I think I saw him tweet about it later. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yes, uh, Jake... Uh, just Jake on Twitter Jake and a a bunch of numbers after his name Uh, he contacted me last week this will be his first time actually being mentioned Uh, his suggestions Imavov versus middleweight Bruno Silva Brendan Allen versus Edmund Shabazian Uh, says a little different look than Soriano more of a ranged fighter. Great test for both guys. And Shabazz needs to test his ground game. So he is not as concerned as former uh, Yankees GM uh, Brian Cashman. And uh, <laughs> Yanez versus Valiev. Electric fight, fight of the night waiting to happen. Good wrestling test for Yanez. Um, so there you go. So good matchups there, Jake. Thank you. Chris at Dragon Slayer 2 says, Mickey Gall and Worley Alves. Yeah, I like it. Thomas GCT. I wanted to read his comment about uh <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Uh, first of all, he's uh, down with Sandhagen versus Fonda Cruz. Either way, he's happy. And he he called. We can swear on the show, right, Mike? Uh, I
1: said bullshit. So
2: you did, yeah. Well, again, the same word here. He said, with regards to Barbara Maverick, that was some baby back bullshit. So <laughs> not a fan of the call. Michael, Michael Perugini calling this the bantamweight bangers edition of on to the next one. He likes uh, Brendan Allen Tavares, Mickey Gall versus Takashi Sato. I'm not sure what's going on there. I think Gall would destroy him and uh diana diana belbita shout out stony creek ontario versus uh, liang na jc rodriguez is is uh is with you he's pushing for barbara andrew lee steven brighter steven brighter coming in uh oh, he read a message that i wanted a very nice message what was it i think i have to read it after um oh yes okay he wants to build towards an allen's he build towards the allen stricken rematch go with muniz or tavares for brendan allen first and then uh he mentioned oh imavav versus omari akmedov uh i don't blame him for missing this omari akmedov was just cut i think this past week right mike yes
1: yeah, was he was just, yeah
2: so people i don't blame you guys for missing that one and also because omar oh, akmedov is a pretty good middleweight so i think a lot of people were surprised in that news um he also wants ayanez versus the song kenny winner and dillashaw versus the sterling yawn loser uh he says no way no way tj gets tell a tell shot after one fight give him um uh, Give him Dom Cruz if he doesn't want to wait, and he can avenge that loss. Uh, he doesn't think Dom will take that fight though. And then uh, Sandhagen respond. Uh, all right, guys, I'm getting through here. UFC report has a oh, has a question for us, Mike. We're inserting a little question and answer segment in here. I like, alright, Q&A. Yes. Okay, he wants to know, how do you go about matchmaking when you see a fight with this, we kind of answered this partially, but how do you go about matchmaking when you see a fight very differently from the official decision? This card had some interesting scorecards, to say the least. When you see a fight where the judges potentially got it wrong, does that impact how you matchmake for the winner and or loser? he would love to hear uh, our thoughts on this, Mike. Mike, I kind of talked about this, Mike, I'll go right to you.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is, um, unfortunately, we do the show based on what the results say you know we'd like to sit there and we're not gonna we're on the business of discrediting fighters like we can make have our opinion and things like that but we're not gonna we're not gonna go as far as not matchmaking for macy barber just because i don't think she won the fight i mean she goes down it's in the record books as as she won the fight so per the rules of this program we matchmake for the winner of the fight now Should we be matchmaking for either Hailey Paiva or Kyler Phillips? No, because that would have been a draw, and that is the only caveat to the rules. If there's a draw or something happens, there's a DQ, no contest, contest, etc., then we don't matchmake for it. Those are the rules of the program. But Macy Barber, despite what apparently the whole world thinks, she won, and she gets matchmade for it. Now, this is where you guys come in. This is where the wild card rounds come in. This is where the listeners come in. You want to match make for Miranda Maverick? You want to call her the winner? Go right ahead. We will read your thoughts. We will put them out into the universe. And it seems like everybody who has made suggestions coming out of that fight is saying bad words, bad language, <laughs> swears, curse words, if you will, in regards to the judging. And you have every right to do that. And you can match make for Miranda Maverick if you'd like. And a lot of you are doing that. So there you go.
2: I will say, Mike, it usually does prevent me from giving them a big jump up in the rankings that they might have gotten, of course, with a less controversial win. So it does affect, I think it does affect- A little my bit. Matchmaking.
1: Yeah, yeah. Now,
2: Mike, I wanna ask you, what about rankings? Because I'll tell you something, I have the same policy with rankings, kind of. A win is a win is a win to me, barring something completely crazy, like a Sanchez-Pearson type thing, which I don't know, maybe that's how people view Miranda Maverick and, uh, and, and Macy Barber, but I don't think it was that bad. Um, but if they do, uh, I, I can understand that. So for me, I mean, Really, I'm more asking about Sanhagen and Dillashaw. For me, Dillashaw takes Sanhagen's spot in my rankings. I can tell you, Mike, producer Casey, on the post-fight show, said he will not rank Dillashaw above Sanhagen. When when we do our when we do our next set of MMA fighting rankings on his ballot, Sanhagen will be behind, uh, will be above of T.J. Dillashaw.
1: I don't have a problem with that.
2: Also, because of the inactivity, I guess.
1: Yeah, saying. that's. I mean, that's part okay. of it. That that'd be part of it for me, okay, but. Sure. Sure. I mean, if he goes out there and he ranks Dillashaw like twelve, that's just asinine. <laughs> it might be an issue. Which, if there's anybody on our staff that would do such a thing, it would be Casey. There's no doubt about it.
2: I don't want to. People are going to start demanding to see our individual ballots. Maybe someday, you know, ask Casey nicely. Maybe we'll see. Maybe yes. he'll, he'll share with. You. But yes, we have some our car there's some deviation between our our ballots let's put it that way to put it nicely so uh and uh UFC report had a really good uh recommendation I like Eubanks versus uh and this is as high I think as anyone saw I saw anyone give her an opponent uh Andrade versus Calvillo loser UFC 266, September 25th so that would be a really big matchup for you to get up. yeah after returning to 125 but she again she looks like again she has some she also beat uh Roxanne Montefiore catchweight bout catchweight bout but she does have a win over Roxanne Modafferi as well, so technically wins over like two top ten UFC flyweights. I don't know. Again, I, 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 I'm kind of. Fudge. All right, uh,
1: here's here's Please. here's Go. my thing though. Mm-hmm. Like she beat Elise Reed, and Elise Reed is a is a nice prospect. Yes. Okay, she's yes. a nice not prospect. A, not a flyweight. She, she beat some. Really, she beat Jasmine Davizius in a fight that a lot of people thought. Let's be clear, Jasmine got robbed. Um, she starched Hillary Rose which is very difficult to do because Cheyenne Bays put the wood to Hillary Rose and couldn't finish her. Uh, but Elise was able to finish her. Jillian DeCorsay is a nice win. But again, but Reed's 4-0. And she, and she said it herself when I talked to her, like, if this fight goes to the ground, eh, this, is, this might not end well for me. But if it stays on the feet, it's probably not going to end well for her. And Eubanks probably heard that interview <laughs> in some way and was like, screw this noise, I'm taking her right down. And then she beat she beat her up. She busted that aya. So and Elise isn't even a 125er. Like we gotta give Shajar another no. win. Like Sajara's gonna she's fight fought... Yeah, Sajara's gonna fought fight a... somebody she fought like. At weight. At Elise Reed fought at weight in her first pro fight. She yeah. fought at 105. Yeah, Elise is a 115er. She's she's a she's a straw <laughs> weight. She will never yeah. fight, you will never see her fight at 125 again unless it's no, like no, a no. massive opportunity for a title or something. She's going right back down to 115. She thought she was playing with house money. She knew Sajara was tough. I don't think that like we should not be talking about Jessica Andrade and Cynthia Calvillo right now after that win. We should, we we can't. I'm sorry. It was an impressive Someone performance. Is. She treated her accord. She treated Elise Reed accordingly based on the betting lines. That's what she was supposed to do. But now we get to give her somebody, give her an Shevchenko, give her somebody like that, give her somebody in the top fifteen or just outside of it. Elise Reed is not who you base how good she is off of. You just just not the way that this is supposed to be done. So. Give her somebody in the rankings. She goes out there and destroys Antonita Shevchenko like that. Sure, give. We'll start throwing her in there with other people like that. Like if you want, you know, you throw her to Macy Barber. Get, you know, have her fight Macy Barber. Have her fight Miranda Maverick. How about Cesar Eubanks versus Miranda Maverick? That fight makes a hell of a lot of sense to me. Do that. She does that to Miranda Maverick. She can fight Cynthia Calvillo the week after. You got no problem. No issue. No issue with that, but we're not putting her in title contention after beating Elise Reed. I'm sorry.
2: Uh, UFC report. Uh, the man has spoken. <laughs> the door is open for you to respond in my DMs. I, I will give you a mic Check segment if you would like to respond to uh, that passionate uh, retort from Mike on that uh, matchup suggestion. Thank you, Michael. Uh, thank you, UFC report as well. I'm gonna. Try- <laughs> I'm I'm one gonna- more thing. One
1: more thing. She's got. Oh gotta, my good. Go ahead, Mike. She's got to make way for that fight too
2: again yeah, of course you're right you're right you're right you're right she she nailed it this first time you're right we don't know if she's in the clear yet but she did make it we should say that again 125 on the dot brayden o'neill coming in with uh first of all i wanted to read his sanhagen score uh what did he say about sanhagen here i really gotta screen these better think it was someone else <laughs> just says oh it just says uh Sanhagen, Maverick got robbed. Phelps should have been a draw. Yeah, of course. Um, and, uh, Yanez versus Wood Martinez, winner. Imavov versus Duplessis. Uh, Julio Arce versus Tony Gravelly And Mickey Gall versus Diego Lima. Uh, yeah, I like that. I think Gall wins that one. But I do I do like the, the thinking behind that matchup, though. Brett Mobley. Yeah, this is the one I meant to read the score. Oh, I'm sorry. This is where I meant to read the score. Sorry, guys. My notes are terrible. He says, I, I personally had a 48-47. Corey but it is tough for me to remove bias because he reps Colorado. Go CSU Rams. Uh, that was me adding that in for Brett, by the way. That was Brett, <laughs> not Brett doing that. That's it. Anytime you hear me say go CSU Rams, it's me saying it, not Brett. Um, and then uh, uh, anyway, he says Font by the end of the year uh, with the winner getting the next title shot. So, uh, Okay, so he's removing Shaw from this equation right now. He wants, he thinks Font and Sanhagen are the guys should be fighting to be uh, number one contender. I think that's what he's saying. Yeah. Um, oh, no, maybe he missed saying TJ. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, he meant TJ. <laughs> no, okay. He meant TJ. Because he later clarifies Sandhagen versus Cruz or O'Malley. And then uh, Elkins versus Choi. <laughs> Maverick versus Sal D'Amato. uh I mean, Andrea Lee. What about Dave Hagan. Molly, M- M- why does Dave Hagan get off the hook? <laughs> um, and he goes completely off the reservation here. He says Sandhagen versus. I'm just going to read this verbatim. Sandhagen versus Holloway. Does this make sense? No. Does Max already have a fight and is injured? Yes, but Corey broke into MMA as a featherweight and debuted in the UFC as a featherweight. Sometimes we should just try to have fun. This is true. This is not even the dumbest Max matchup I've tried to make in the last two weeks, so we should at least think about it. I can't think of a fight in the entire sport that'd be more fun than this one. So who cares if it doesn't make any sense at all? Thanks, Brett. Liam Perry, a bunch of great suggestions. RC versus Grant, Ricky Gall versus the Brian Barberina, Jason Witt winner, July thirty first, Ima Vaugh versus Tom Breeze, Uh Brendan Allen versus Cannoneer Gastelum loser. So potentially a wow. top seven eight guy for Brendan Allen this next fight. Um I think he uh, Liam had a explanation for this. should I let him have his word. He says Oh my gosh. Should I keep your, okay? Oh, he hurt, he doesn't like the Strickland rematch or Shabazian. Uh, Strickland too soon, uh, first fight and uh, sh- after the first fight, excuse me. And Shabazian needs a lower ranked opponent to gain confidence, so that, that's why he went with uh, possibly Gaslam or Cannoneer. And uh, Elkins versus Tukugov. I think Tukugov is injured. I will say he had to withdraw from a fight recently, but it was maybe a couple of months ago, which you know, as I've said earlier, is like in my mind is like two years ago. So uh, maybe he's fully healed by now. Loctagon coming in with Elkins versus Ryan Hall, too. And he just says, because why the F not? He didn't write F, but you can figure out what he meant. Uh, ain't no expert coming in with some ain't no expert picks, I guess. Elkins versus Akeem Dewadu, Imeva versus Muniz, Gaul versus Keenan Song, uh, Julio RSA versus Cody Staman, Eubanks versus De La Rosa. And he says, Belbita versus Lipsky, And I added this note. I don't know if he knows they fought before. Uh, also, Lipsky is a flyweight now. Belbita dropped down to 115 on Saturday for the fight with Hannah Goldie, and uh, Lipsky actually beat Belbita when they fought in uh, May 2017, KSW39. She beat, uh, she won by first round armbar. So I don't know if you're calling for a rematch, Ain't No Expert, but I'm just going to say you are, and, and you guys can pretend all those notes I just said were were from Ain't No Expert. Well done, sir. Creative matchmaking. Um, I just don't know what weight class that would be at. <laughs> Four Corner Sports NY Yanez versus uh, uh, Yadong Song, Casey Kenny loser, Elkins versus Swanson, which we talked about before, and Corey Sanhigan versus Aldo or Cruz. Uh, he says Corey may need to take a step back. He originally wanted to have him fight Marab, but that's too far back. Ideally, Corey faces someone who moves a lot like Cruz, but also someone who knows how to kick and blast you with vicious leg kicks like Aldo. I don't know if I'd say Aldo and Cruz move alike. Um, but. He's another win over Legends. Corey can ride the Randy Orton theme, the Legend Killer. Uh, for Thomas Collins, the only person I saw recommend this. Belbita versus Kay Hansen. Okay. Yeah. Kind of makes sense, I think. Marcus McGahey calling this the, what you, the These Judges, Am I Right? edition of On to the Next One. Uh, Piper versus Davey Grant, Yanez versus John Castaneda. Uh, Imavov, Jordan Wright, Mickey Gall, Gabe Green, Belvita versus the Bays, uh, DePaulo winner next week. Uh, excuse me. This coming weekend. <laughs> Barry, I'm almost done with Twitter. Barry O'Reilly, uh, Bell. Bel, 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 I am 98% sure, Mike, I have said Velveeta instead of Velveeta at some point during this
1: podcast. I saw a lot of uh, Velveeta boxes on it Twitter. Just,
2: can you not he- you just hear uh, uh damon said it like i, I i'm hearing Velveta. i'm like every time every time they say it all <laughs> i hear is Velveta. um uh belbeat belbita versus pollyanna Botello, Sajar eubanks and tina yeah like you said you want to see and uh gall versus claudio silva for a nice bjj battle or rebook a fight with uh, mickey gall and uh Baeza. she says once he, Baeza can bounce back or if Gall wins, that kind of gets him up the rankings, close to the top 15. I agree. I'm very high in Miguel Baeza. I think that would do that um, for Gall if he beat him. Imavov versus Jun Yong Park, another ought-no favorite. I don't know where Jun Yong Park is right now. And Macy Barber versus Joanne Calderwood. Calderwood, I want to say she kills Barber, Mike. But Barber does have that weird, like, she is super talented, I feel like. And she has those weird bursts where you feel like she could really finish anyone at 125. I don't know. What's your thoughts on that? I know some of your listeners said it. What's your thoughts on the Barber? Jojo matchup.
1: Um I don't know. I I don't know if it does much for Jojo unless like she just wants to I mean, I I think Jojo and Roxy are close, so maybe that's something that would get her off off the couch and get her get her excited. Um I would certainly favor Jojo in that fight. It's a big mm-hmm. opportunity for Macy and it would be I don't know. I I would favor Jojo in that one. I don't know if she like destroys her. Macy's tough to finish, like very tough to finish, as, as we've seen. But, yeah, I mean, I'd watch it, but I would favor JoJo like two to one easy. Yeah,
2: right. It feels like there's an enormous striking gap. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I feel like the striking is just so one way for JoJo. Um, Dennis Dustin, Dustin Gedko, <laughs> I love this his uh, message. Hard to come up with picks this week. Uh, all I know is if I hear one more person tout Yanez versus O'Malley, I'm going to pull my hair out. He says O'Malley, O'Malley would steamroll Giannis. I do not know about that. I do not know about that. I think Giannis is a very difficult matchup for him. Like I said, he downloads people. And I don't know how O'Malley would deal with that. Uh, he also says Darren Elkins versus my bankroll. Why do I keep betting against this man? <laughs> yes, don't, <laughs> don't bet on MMA in general. Definitely do not bet on Darren Elkins fights. And he says he wants to do uh, Hannah Goldie versus Ariane Carnelosi for the most jacked. Uh, woman at 115 but uh, she blew it so unreal so very sad for Justin Gedko he didn't get to see that uh, that uh, muscle war between Hannah Goldie and Ariana Connelly it's just two women just in incredible shape yeah alright let's close out with Instagram and Mike I got a corker to close out with it here so uh, <laughs> if I short change anyone else I apologize Melka Conafray coming in Eubanks versus uh, Fioro you you mentioned this one before too Mike I think that's too well people are very high in Fioro so maybe not the worst uh, Yanez vs. Arce Paiva versus Castaneda and he had this to say about uh, TJ Dillashaw which I wanted to make a note of oh yes I uh, said so that fight was great as good as advertised uh, Corey vs. Font makes sense TJ versus the next title holder unless King Triple C has something to say about it that's probably another name we should ban from this show right
1: Henry Cejudo <laughs> I think yeah I think it's kind of yeah, I think that should be in the disclaimer. He's not an active <laughs> fighter. I d- do you think he fights again someday? Yes. Yeah, same. I don't know if a non-title fight with T.J. Dillashaw gets right. gets him back, but I do think he fights. I
2: agree. He's got he's got a kid on the way. He, he's getting married. Give him a couple of years. So Let's see where he's at in his life. I think I think you could see him fighting. Again. Yeah. MMA uh, heads: Payev versus Stamen, Imavov versus Brad Tavares, Mickey Gall, Carlos Condit. Yes. And Sajara Eubanks, I like this one actually a lot. Sajara Eubanks versus uh, Jillian Robertson.
1: I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. Good test. See, that's that's a fine fight. That's where yes. we should be going with this. Not not to the top five of this division. Right. Crazy, crazy people. But very experienced flyweight. Very
2: tough out at 125. Well done. MMA has well done. I think that's, that's one of my favorite picks this this week. JD Felt, Brendan Allen versus Christoph Jocko. Uh, Yanez to win his next fight via Dr. Pepper stoppage. I don't know what that means, but... Uh, <laughs> I get it but i get you know funny yeah sure i i, mean, I, I get it because the dr pepper reese's uh, peanut butter cup thing i just don't know what a dr pepper stoppage would be and then uh Gall versus condit or cm punk 2 speaking of guys who uh let's have him fight again right uh okay i got i read this guy's whole message last time i won't read it all this time his messages are hilarious mike i don't know if i'll just send it to you but once again for mr just call me bob who closed out last week's uh listener suggestions uh the Dillard shot TJ for the belt feels icky after that performance. Assuming his knee is injured, not hurt, so I'm banging out a big prediction. Uh, he announces his knee takes him out of the next title fight, and then it has to. And then he has has to be Sanhagen and font for a number one contender uh, on the Yon, and and be on the Yon all card. J- and then TJ fights the loser of that number one contender fight. So I think that's okay. Um, he says Darren Elkins versus Jed Mashu. Elkins finally gets to win a fight where he doesn't get bashed <laughs> in the face for 12 minutes straight. <laughs> and jed gets us and jed gets to finally seem like an eloquent speaker by comparison wow Uh, i feel like we've done done a lot of jed bashing on some of our shows lately. let me just say i obviously i love jed i work with him a lot on miss fist and on of course our our programming so i hate to break kayfabe here i do uh, i do love him Uh, do i respect him Again, let's stick to saying nice things about Jed. I do love him. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> respect is another – no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, Jed is great, so I do <laughs> – I know. This is a positive show. <laughs> I don't want to just <laughs> – you know, I know we're running the man down. <laughs> and then Barber versus Antonina Shevchenko. Why did they? oh, yes. He calls this a reality check match, not a loser leaves town. Um, Sucks that we had that fight fall through or I would have uh, – sorry, the the co-main event fall through. Or he would have ignored weight classes and campaigned for Macy versus Macy. Yes, we almost had a two Macy card on Saturday, Mike, and unfortunately we were robbed. Hopefully uh, Macy Chess and whatever injury she has doesn't keep her out of action for long. Uh, Just three more, and I've got to build up here. Matt Bradbury, Ostovich versus Pearl Gonzalez. Mike, a little bit of uh, BKFC for you. Uh no, I don't like that one. No, why? Um, I don't know. I I want to see Britton
1: Hart versus I've, versus Pro okay. Gonzalez.
2: Well, well, he wants to see uh, Britton Hart versus Taylor Starling, but they are friends, I believe. Friends, training partners are they training partners.
1: I don't know if they're tra- they, they might are, be. They they are, they, are, they're very they are, close. They're they, very they, close. They,
2: they will not fight. They said uh, unless it's for a BKFC like world title or something. It would have
1: to be for a lot of money or for a title. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah. I de- they they this was asked. I believe this was asked before or I think after, immediately it was after. at the press conference, yeah. Yeah, okay. They they however
1: I, I, however I did go watch my interview with Britton Hart and I asked I said, listen, I know you guys aren't gonna fight each other, you're not gonna talk about Taylor as a fighter. I was like, but we're gonna stir this pot. Okay. So who's the breakout fighter of the year? Is it you or Taylor? And um, Britain Britain Britain. <laughs> a little bit of a heel turn. A little bit of a heel turn. You're such a you're such a pot stir. I'm such a you're prick. such a pot stirrer, I'm Mike perfect back. for BKFC. You're, press you're one of the people who made.
2: You're one of the people who made poor Adrian Yanez and uh, Randy Costa fight each other. I know you stirred that pot big time. You're one of the big pot stirrs there. You guys are terrible. You're terrible. You so called <laughs> MMA media. Um, but yeah, BKFC 19, by the way highly entertaining card
1: uh, I don't know if I've ever had more fun in my life
2: dude, that was great and and, and by the Bretton Hart and Starling uh, um, and uh, Taylor Sterling both look fantastic in their fights both oh my awesome. god
1: so violence first it, team all yeah. violence those two for sure that was so sick uh,
2: Diana Balbita versus Mallory Martin uh goldie versus (laughs) hannah goldie versus hannah uh cyphers and matt bribery breaking the uh, convention here instead of just saying hannah hannah x hannah it says hashtag hannah fight so i don't know Matt. i think i like (laughs) hannah x hannah but okay fair enough hannah fight at least hannah fight sounds kind of cool eubanks versus casey o'neill i don't know about this one but he had something to say about it um uh, Sarge is a proven fighter. Skills and strength is carried up to bantamweight. O'Neal is a huge prospect of flyweight. Perfect setup for O'Neill to prove she's ready for ranked women or for Sarge to become a flyweight contender once again. Okay, there's, there's a logic to it. I don't know if I, they fight yet. I could see that down the road. That's not next for me. And uh, Gall versus Abubakar Nurmagomedov. This is the fight to make. This fight will be next when looking through the rankings. I immediately knew this would be the next. Uh, does it suck for Mickey? Okay, grab specialist Gullah, a decent name okay this broke down at some point grammatically but <laughs> uh oh he's just saying a boob- he thinks abubakar will win <laughs> it's a good win for the dagestani oh that's not very nice and Barber versus de Rosa. uh i had to just shout out our boy literally just for Otno for uh just saying i did a great job in your in your absence mike mike the goat hex absence he threw a goat emoji in there um so thank you and then mike we got a message from nepal what? The me- <laughs> this is. I don't know. Look, people can say they're from anywhere. Maybe, maybe, maybe this was just making this up. But this is from Suman Yanjan from Nepal. I've been listening to your show for quite a long He says from the land of mountains, Nepal I've been listening to your show for quite a long time since the pandemic started here Listening to you guys has surely made my lockdown days quite enjoyable And surely helped me increase my MMA knowledge Thank you for all the fun uh, I was thinking for quite a long time to send him a suggestion But was waiting for the right time Now he's going to do it TJ Dillashaw, raw Font We all know Bantamweight title in limbo And quite frankly, uh, Sanhagen won that fight 3-2 So I think in order to prove himself this is You're very knowledgeable, uh, Sanjian So uh, Yanjan, excuse me. Su- yes, Suman Yanja. Um, uh, uh, I thought, yes, uh, prove himself. TJ has to fight one more fight. That should be Rob Font. Can be a number one contender match. Put this under Sterling Yan. Timing is perfect for all the fighters. Uh, Paeva versus Jimmy Rivera. Elkins Cup Swanson. Barbara versus Andrea Lee. Uh, I thought Maverick won, but the judges really effed this up. I think, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Are you sure you haven't been watching uh, MMA for a long time, Suman? Um, Andre Yan is... <laughs> Uh, Adrian, excuse me, versus Timor Valley. I have nothing to say. It will be a banger. Just P.S. Mike, the MMA community in Nepal is quite small, but slowly and steadily growing. It's growing thanks to all the people like you who are spreading the knowledge of MMA. That's all for today. Let's hope my suggestions are not doo doo. <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, no. Yeah, uh, Suman, your suggestions were really, really good. And uh, thank you for uh, messaging us from Nepal. I think our first listener from Nepal. So that's pretty sick. Net, uh, Net- nepalese
1: is that what we call it
2: yep i i think so yes
1: yes well thank you very much that was a very kind email and mm. uh we appreciate that yes, as we appreciate should. everyone from across all over the globe wherever who, who you submit, are who submit
2: send it send in your dms that that was on instagram where you guys can get me alexander kk k. lee twitter alexander k lee and uh on email alex alex dot lee at Mike.
1: Yes. Mikeheck underscore JR on the Twitter. You can find me at M underscore heck JR on the Insta. And that's it for this week. Next week, we're back at it again. Another fight night card. On paper, certainly not as good as this one, but uh, interesting made event at 185 pounds. We got Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland. Uh, Shamil Abdurahimov will fight Chris Daukus in the co-main event. Yeah, uh, elevated to the co-main, thankfully. That's right. Glory Paula versus Cheyenne Bays. Uh Kyung Ho Kang versus Ronnie Yaya. Get Sam Alvey versus Roman Kapilov. Bar- Winner
2: go home. Winner go home for Sam Alvey. I think
1: this I, is it. This is it. Yeah, I mean, this is. I can't believe he's fighting again. And it was, it, this, you, this. came together one more pretty quickly. So good for him. You wanted one more shot. Uh, Brian Barbarina. Is fighting again. Good on him because he was in some rough shape last year. Uh, Taking on Jason Witt. Munir Lazez looking to bounce back against Nicholas Stolze. Nico Montano is back. That one might be flying. This story might be flying under the radar more than anything.
2: Well, I think it's everyone's waits till they see her in the cage before they (laughs) get too excited.
1: I'm I'm, I'm just (laughs) being real. real. Against Wu Yanan. Colin Anglin makes his octagon debut against Melsic. Baghadzarian. I'm going to go Bag. Uh, I I I have a feeling neither of us are close. (laughs) Uh, Rafa Garcia versus Chris Chris Grutzemacher. Danny Chavez versus Kai Kamaka. Oh, that could be really good. Ashley Oda versus Jinny Fry should be a good one. Trevin Jones. Oh, I'm sorry. Trevin Jones fighting Ronnie Lawrence. Oh, yes, yes. So you know that's going to be ridiculous. That is an insane fight. Bantamweights! Bantamweights. Uh Orion Koski makes his octagon debut against Philip Rowe. He got a battle of contender series contracts winners. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ryan Benoit, back at 125. He got some approval and some clearance. And he will fight uh, Zaruk Adeshev. So I would say winner go home for, for both of those gentlemen as well. Good luck with that cut, Ryan. Good luck, sir. So, oh my god. How many fights did I just friggin' read off?
2: 15. 15 fights? 30 individuals. Finger, knock on wood, thirty individuals will be entering the octagon, the UFC Apex.
1: Do we know what time fight. this fight card starts? <laughs> I hope this is an early one. Oh, God, <laughs> dude, this uh, you know it's good. <laughs> We'll see you on the post-fight show at 3 a.m., folks, because you know with a 15-fight card, there's no way we're getting the, the early start time treatment this time around. And this one's probably going to the, the, the start at 8 p.m. Eastern on this card. And you know
2: what, Mike? I think we should, I think we should do a special edition of On to the Next One where we match up everyone.
1: Oh, God, are you shitting me? Winners and losers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've officially lost it. I don't know if I have anything else to say right now. I'm falling asleep. Just, it's good, just Mike. You crushed you. it. it. You right, we're it. done. We're done. We're out of here. We gave this card an hour and 23 minutes. I think we've done it justice.
2: Thank you, the listeners, by the way, as as always, man. Just just killing it always with these suggestions.
1: Absolutely. So join us next week. We'll talk all things UFC Vegas 33. And then we're going to be officially on the road to UFC 265. Two title fights. A new interim heavyweight champion will be crowned. Manny Nunez back in action against Juliana Pena. So we'll have a lot to discuss over the next couple weeks. But until then, for Alex Kaylee, I am Mike Hack. Always remember... Don't take this stuff too seriously. MMA is supposed to be fun. We'll have a lot more fun next week right here on On to the Next One, the podcast. You're listening to the
0: Vox Media Podcast Network. and visit bellator.com watch for information on how to watch around the world. This is the very first time you'll be able to stream a Cedric Bay fight here in the U.S., so make sure you don't miss it.
2: More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals.